the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. (laughs) Very, very nice hey, indeed. John. Good to see you, Kath. Yeah, you sounded like you were surprised to see me. <laughs> you said, hey. Well, to be honest, there are times that I am surprised That's to see right. you. Well, I mean, I, I mean I'm, you know. I'm usually here weekdays. Yeah, four to six <laughs> yeah, or thereabouts. I mean, yeah. No, uh, I'm excited because we're doing a full show today. I'm excited as well. Mm-hmm. And we have a really good show today mm-hmm. with some really divergent topics. We certainly do. Yeah. We mix it up. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to everybody who uh, was part of our Bible League campaign. Yes, the Bible League campaign still going mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. so you can give online at wordfm.com. But today? But today we are talking wall, about wall. all sorts of stuff. Did mm-hmm. you know that Jesus Christ uh, was coming in a video game? Mm-hmm. Okay. I saw that. Uh, um, we're going to talk about that. Entertainment Weekly. Um, also... Um, is this vegetable healthier, raw, or cooked? It's a game we're going to play no. later in today's show. Healthier, mm-hmm. raw, or cooked? It's not like it becomes unhealthy if it's the other, but which, if you want to maximize what it's giving you. Really? So there are some you things you would think all vegetables raw would probably be in their best state. but you're, It's not you're actually saying, the case. Really? If you cook it, it yes. would become even healthier? Yes. That's exactly what I'm telling Who you. Who would have thought that? I know. It's exciting, isn't it? Also, um, UNESCO is turning 50 years old. So we're going to talk about 24 World Heritage Sites mm. to see across the United States. I'm very excited. Can you think of a UNESCO site that you've seen yourself? Yellowstone. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Yellowstone. Lovely. Okay. Uh, Grand Canyon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Everglades. Oh, I've never been to the Everglades. I'm not sure that they are. <laughs> I bet they are. I think that they might. I mean, be. they might be. We should look that up. How about the is it the Statue of Liberty? I wonder. Some place in New York City has to be a UNESCO World Heritage Site, right? I don't know. Washington D.C. Uh-huh. Right? You've been to D.C. Yeah, but the the whole thing isn't a World Heritage Site. Maybe right? no, it has to be the mall at Washington D.C. The White House. I, I don't know. Okay, I'll be kind of curious. What about overseas? Uh, Eiffel Tower. Mm, right, okay. I think it's a. It's got to be probably, right? yeah. Uh, Big Ben, hey, Big Ben's back up and running again. You know that Is after it? a five year absence, they r- totally redid, redid it. it. Yeah, totally. So it hasn't rung in five years. Um, they did a little test run the other day, and um, on on Veterans Day, as a matter of fact. Okay, and it it rang beautifully, and it's. I think it's going to come back. I'm not sure. Is it like um, Christmas? Um, soon though. In every day, on the hour operation. I'd love to see Big Ben. Mm, I've seen it. Heard it. Fabulous. Show off. I don't know if it's a UNESCO site, though. Mm. Uh, today, uh, my reading before the show, today's National Baklava Day. Oh, okay. You don't like... Do you I, like... Not even a little bit. What? That's... What? I really don't like honey. I wish I did, because it's supposed to be I'm good for you and everything. It. I really hate it. Really? I hate it. 
I, I love a baklava. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like something that I would like. I like everything else Mediterranean. Flaky, crisp. Greek, Greek food mm, is wonderful. For delicious. some reason, when it comes to that, I have to like yeah, I, call it. But I want you to celebrate. Thank you. I've got some in the kitchen, so you? you're not going to have it. No, I'm super sorry. All right. Yeah. If, it, right. had, if it was chocolate right. or something. Or circus peanuts. You might go jump on that. I don't think I'd jump on it if it was circus peanuts. All right. Uh, enough of that tomfoolery. I definitely would not jump on it if it was circus peanuts. Let's uh, take a look at the news, as uh-huh. we always do, to start off the show. The world keeps turning. Kill Kath, without further ado, please give us the top four at four. For Thursday, November 17th, 2022, should I start with number one? Always. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who made history as the first woman to serve in the role, will not seek another term as Democratic leader, she said this morning, bringing an end to two decades as head of Whoa. the Democratic caucus. Um, Of course, the Republicans are going to be taking over the majority in the House. Um, And Pelosi will continue to serve as a congresswoman after winning a 19th term. You know what that sounds like? What? Quiet quitting. Yeah. (laughs) She's done. She's just going to hang. She began her speech today by tracing her path from homemaker to House speaker. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe Nancy has five children. Really? Yes, I believe she does. Um, joining Pelosi and stepping aside from Democratic leadership is also Steny Hoyer of Maryland, the current majority leader in Pelosi's longtime number two. It was unclear heading into today what she was going to decide. Did you know that? I did. There yeah. was some uncertainty. Yep. She took two versions of her speech home last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she really just, yep. flipped the coin. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised, well, but not surprised. Right. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long time. Uh, how old do you think she is? 78. I think she's over 80. Really? She's I think 80. so. I'll have to check that out. All right. We're just guessing. Number two. Turkey's president and Israel's likely next prime minister said today in a phone call they would work to continue to improve ties between their countries. Oh. I was surprised to read this. Relations between former allies Turkey and Israel became icy under Benjamin Netanyahu when he was prime minister last time. Mm-hmm. He is now expected to return to power soon, of course. Relations are already, though, on the mend under outgoing prime minister Yair Lapid, who met with Turkish President Erdogan in New York in September, which was the first meeting between the country's leaders in in 14 years Hmm. from ABC News. Number three, Taylor Swift's pre-sale for her first tour in five years broke sales records everywhere. Millions of fans, John, running to snap up tickets despite glitches affecting Ticketmaster and backlash from politicians over the ticket seller's power, which, listen, please. Please, I shut it down. I welcome politicians Me getting in, invested in that. Boy, oh boy, it's a oh boy. total racket. Rip off, rip off. Taylor Swift's 52-date stadium run sold over two million tickets uh, on Tuesday, more than any other artist in a single day. Tuesday's presale was limited to a select group of people who was registered with Ticketmaster, part of an effort to ensure that actual fans, rather than scalpers, got first crack at tickets. Ticketmaster said it really it received 3.5 billion system requests on its site for time its previous peak of course ticketmaster became overwhelmed and ticketmaster said earlier this week that it was seeing historically unprecedented demand and asking people to hang tight she's doing two shows here in pittsburgh i think so Uh, the general sale is set to begin tomorrow i have no i have zero zero connection to that is that right none that surprises I me. Have no, I've never seen one of her videos. What? Neither have I. I've never seen I, I would, her. If I heard her. I've never I would, heard her song either, I can't as believe, far as I know. Okay, you should, I'll tell you right now, you should listen to All Too Well. That's that's All my right. favorite Taylor song. Well, last week when it was like she had all 10 spots in the top 10, yes. I was like, oh, I guess I should listen. It, isn't she woke? 
real super woke? Is she? I don't think she is. I mean, really? I don't think she is necessarily super woke. I don't think she's necessarily not woke. I think okay. she's just right. making a ton of money is what she's doing. Yes, she is. That's right. apparent. Right. And number four, snow and precipitation fell throughout the Pittsburgh region overnight and early this morning. Uh, rush hour was a mess today. And getting here from Oakland this afternoon... Yep. Also, continuously a mess. Multiple crashes yep. throughout the region this morning. Early morning, temperatures were below freezing. Wind chills were around 20 degrees. Yeah, day two of shoveling. Yeah. This is early for me to shovel. It's very early for mm-hmm. you to shovel. The Liberty Bridge was closed this morning. Did you because know that? Because of icy conditions. Yep. Yeah. And we know that the uh, Buffalo area, three to six feet of snow <laughs> this weekend. And that's your top four at four. Can you I love it. even... Come on. What's the house of forecast? Three to six feet. I know. What they're changing the NFL yeah, game? Yeah, well, they're talking about changing. I, I believe it's Cleveland who's supposed to be going to Buffalo to play. And they're obviously and they're, gonna they're, gonna, they're not going to play in three to six feet of snow. So they're looking for places to move the game. I heard Philadelphia really? was a possibility. See, come on. In the old days, they would have played. They would have just brought in three up, to six feet of they snow. Brought nobody's nobody's going to be able to get to the stadium. Play the game. Let's go. Come oh, on. Listen this to is you. football. You're going to be watching in your living room Thank with you. your red booties. Exactly. <laughs> they're blue. But I've already shoveled twice, so yeah. come on. Okay? okay. I'm out there. All right. All right, take a quick break. Come back. What's up next? Yeah, coming up next, uh, books for Advent and Christmas reading. Our friend Byron Borger from Hearts and Minds Bookstore. Up next, get your little pens and pencils out. We're going to be keeping track of what Byron's recommending for us. 101.5 WORD. I'm Donna Cruz. Join Keith Stevens and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Matthew West shares how he's thankful for the things that never happened. Would I have ever stepped into this true destiny of writing songs and books if I had continued to be convinced that the best thing that would ever happen to me would be to get a contract to play Major League Baseball? I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith Saturday night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM. W-O-R-D. Now that the pumpkins are almost gone, do you know what time it is? It's time to talk turkey. At the Springhouse in 84, we really do like to enjoy one holiday at a time. But our customers are calling now to talk about Thanksgiving turkeys. For 20 years, we've been selling fresh turkeys raised by a friend who is a big turkey farmer who really knows how to raise turkeys. I grew up on a farm where we raised, dressed, and sold turkeys, and I do feel we know what a good turkey should look like. First of all, it should be fresh. That's when it's at its very best quality, not frozen. It should be meaty and broad-breasted and it should be cleaned to perfection. We're really fussy about selling only the best at the Springhouse and we do believe our turkeys are the best. Call 228-3339 now to order yours and don't forget to order buns, casseroles, and most of all pumpkin pies. Let us help you make your Thanksgiving really delicious. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Pos Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Pos reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Pos. It's good medicine. He sent me to. Meet Brent. Brent's hard at work, or at least his website is. Ever since he added live chat with Salem Surround, Brad's customers are getting their questions answered 24-7. Website purchases have gone up 35%, and they're over three times more likely to buy from him again. No bots, just real people helping real people. 
Live Chat, one of the easiest, most affordable ways Salem Surround can increase your business while you do other things or nothing at all. Ask us how at surroundpittsburgh.com. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into your retirement blueprint with Kirk Tenodic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. A week from today is Thanksgiving Day. And, of course, if Thanksgiving is upon us, then Advent cannot be far behind. And, of course, if Advent is not far behind, you start thinking, at least... Some people in certain circles of Christendom think, what am I, what's my process? What's my prayer life like during the Advent season? Always a very rich, fertile season. And oftentimes during Advent season, there are guides, books, things that, you know, equip and encourage a deeper walk during Advent season. So with all that in mind, we thought of our good friend, Byron Borger, who joins us from Hearts and Minds Bookstore in Dallastown, PA. And Byron is a font of excellence, giving us an opportunity to engage in Advent and the Christmas tide season as well. Titles that are out there at the Hearts and Minds. And Byron's with us right now. Hey, Byron, how you doing? It's so great to be with you guys. And this is the first kind of public comments I'm making about the holiday season. I hate it when we rush the holiday season, but you're right. We're getting there, man. So we got to we got to start talking about it. Good. I'm glad because it's very, very close. I mean, Thanksgiving next week, the door is open. So I know, Byron, with Advent on the horizon, it's good if to think about, okay, this this holy season, give me some aids, give me some reading, some richness that I can make the season even better. Yeah? Well, that, this is such a fantastic question. I'll, I'll list some books, but let me just say this for starters. You know, on one hand, we just want to say there's resources out there to help people grow, as you've just put it, John, so well. But it's not like a guilt thing. You don't have to feel stressed about this. There's enough stress in the holidays. So we want to just invite people to have some fun, read some good literature, find some books that will just help push you in the right direction. It's not it's not the end of the world if you miss a day. I mean, it isn't like a strict thing. So I just wanted to say that for good. starters, that these books are, are great tools and it's fun to have them. But, you know, lighten up a little bit for some people. At least. Excellent. My favorite book. Now, this is a heavy one, so I'm going to start heavy. But my favorite book is a collection of sermons by a woman named Fleming Rutledge, oh, sure. an older Episcopalian woman who's written mature theology and interesting stuff. And she has a book called Advent. The Once and Future Coming of Jesus Christ. And in her sermons and in her introductory essays, she makes it really clear that all through the Middle Ages and stuff, the, the history of Advent is not so much a countdown to how many days it is to Christmas. Like we used to, you know, the countdown days to Christmas, or how many shopping days are left till Christmas. But it's really a, a time to reflect almost like Lent in a bit of a sober attitude, longing and hungering for the restoration that God can bring when he comes back a second time. It is less about the counting down of Jesus coming, which he already did at Christmas, but the longing for the second coming. And so that puts everything in a whole new light when you start thinking of getting out of exile, like the Old Testament Jews were in exile, and beginning to long for the hope 
of a new world, of a new creation, of the kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So it is past. Jesus came. It is present. Jesus is being born anew in our lives every day. But it is also future, and that's really what Advent is is uh, at its best, reminding us that, uh, that God's going to do a thing, and, is, and it's a new thing, and this new thing is a renewal of all creation. Fabulous. So this book, Advent, The Once and Future Coming of Jesus Christ, it's a collection of essays all through the holiday season. It's sermons she preached over her whole life. It's one of my all-time favorite books. I can't say enough about it. Wonderful. Fleming Rutledge. Wow. Okay. All of these books that we're going to be talking about with Byron, I am posting on our Facebook page, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Nice. So you don't have to write with your pen if you don't want to. If you have access to social media, you can just get on here and check out these books. Good. Okay. So You're Advent so begins. You do that every time, Kathy, that I'm here. Happy thank to you help, very Byron. Much for listing all that. You know, there's another book that's sort of just as a small little compact paperback, just new this year, by Daniel Spanger. And Spanger is a, a, a well-known figure in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. He's at the Lancaster Bible College. Um, but he wrote a, a book called Advent is the Story, Seeing the Nativity Throughout Scripture. And what he attempts to do is says, you know, the coming of Jesus really is the heart of the Bible story because he comes not only to die for our sins, but to establish his kingdom and bring new creation. And so this new hope that God is bringing in Christ is the plot of the Bible, the goodness of creation that's gone awry because of sin and is being renewed in Christ. That is the message. So Advent is the story kind of walks you through the whole Bible and shows how the themes of Advent keep showing up. It's like uh, 26 readings. You can do one each day, keeping you rooted in the Word and longing for the coming of Jesus, which is the core of the Bible story. So that's a book I really, really like. What's that subtitle, Byron? Yeah. What's that subtitle? It's Well, it's got two subtitles. Advent is the story, seeing the nativity throughout Scripture. Mm. Got it. And then under that, it says, A Journey of Readings Through the Advent Season. Daniel Spanger, new, uh, it's uh, published by uh, Square Halo Press. Nice. Okay. And you said it's a smallish book, Byron. Yeah, it's small. Very good. Which is what we need this time of year when everybody's too busy anyway. So <laughs> exactly. it's not too much. Right. Okay. Another really short book that I really like this year is called Making Room in Advent. It's 25 devotions. The subtitle is For a Season of Wonder. By a woman named Bet or Betty, B-E-T-T-E, Dickinson. It's published by InterVarsity. And she is a person, maybe you could get her on the air sometime. She's a person who is called to a ministry she calls it prophetic art. Oh, In other words, she'll often be with a speaker who's speaking, and she'll create paintings oh, yeah. along with the speaker. Oh, yeah. She creates this artwork live in the presence of folks. Yeah. And this is a work she's done around the theme of making room in Advent. And what's it, what's the title of the book? And we need to kind of calm down a little bit. And these paintings are in the book. Hmm. Tell me the title. Making Room in Advent. Okay. Very nice. Bet Dickinson. Betty Dickinson. Mm-hmm. A little small book, full color pictures. It, it's really neat. And it's creative. The art is kind of creative. So she's pretty cool. We're excited. Okay, Byron Borg is with us, Hearts and Minds Bookstore. Uh, You can go online and check out all of their offerings or give Byron a call. You can find him on social media. Pardon me, B-O-R-G-E-R is Byron's last name. Okay. Um, Also, I I just want to mention again, in case you've just joined us, that if you want a list of the books that Byron is giving to us, you can check out our Facebook page at The Ride Home with John and Kathy right under um, Byron's graphic there. Okay, give us another one, Byron. Have you got 
guys ever had Russ Ramsey on your show? No. You bring in just the very best people, and mm. his most recent book is called Rembrandt is in the Wind. It's about the arts. Mm. Really cool. It's a pastor in Nashville. A couple of years ago, he did a three-volume set of retelling Bible stories, kind of in a creative, first-person narrative, and the first one is called The Advent of the Lamb of God, and it's about 30 short readings, and medium-sized readings, most of them in the Older Testament. And then the last 10 are the, narr- the narrative of Jesus' birth. So you get into the groove of seeing again, like Advent is the season, like you're, you're seeing this as, as the Bible unfolds, glimpses of the coming of God, glimpses of the promises of God throughout the whole Scripture. And he retells these stories really creatively. So it's a way to sort of pray the Scriptures, to settle down and feel what it was like to be there in those Bible passages, and just sort of do a devotion that's biblical but yet a little creative, and it leads you right up into the into the nativity story. Um, he's really cool. Russ Ramsey. Russ Ramsey. Yeah, I've, I've not heard of Russ. I'm going to check that out, Byron. The, the, the series is called Retelling the Stories series, and there's three of them, but the first one is the one that is most suitable for Advent. It's a paperback from InterVarsity. Uh, Sally Lloyd-Jones has a blurb in the back. It's, oh. I sometimes say it's Sally Lloyd-Jones for grownups. Okay. Very good. Advent begins Sunday, November 27th. Of course, if you follow along in the liturgical calendar, your church calendar, this is one of the uh, highlights of the uh, liturgical calendar. Byron Borger is with us and, and offering titles, suggestions of works, books that would help you, aid you in some way along your, your Advent journey. Byron, continue. Well, you know what? I'm so into this idea that the whole Bible speaks to the advent of uh, the coming of Christ. And and so another one that sort of does that is a little more touchy-feely and a little more creative and gentle by a woman named Anne Voskamp, who you probably Mm -hmm. know. Sure, Sure. been with us. She has a book called The Greatest Gift. The subtitle is Unwrapping the Full Love Story of Christmas. Hmm. It's kind of a white hardback. It has mittens on the cover. And this greatest gift is actually taking an old-fashioned tradition called the Jesse tree, hmm. which, which is a Christmas tree where you decorate it with ornaments, and every ornament stands for an Old Testament character. So you're seeing the lineage of Jesus. You're seeing the whole narrative of the Old Testament leading towards the coming of Christ. And so each of these sort of symbols of the Jesse tree, and there's other books about that, but she does a meditation on each one in her you know, uniquely warm style. She writes about the great gift and the love of God that's seen in the person of Jesus by way of the, and then she has like little illustrations of the ornaments. Now, in later books, she's actually put out family devotionals that unfold like a pop-up book almost that include um, the actual Jesse Tree figures themselves. Um, And so you can get those big ones. I have them on our website. But The Greatest Gift is the book that I really like. It sort of is a rumination reflection on these these ancient symbols that stand for different Old Testament characters in the Jesse Tree tradition. It's pretty cool. I like it a lot. Give us two more books, Byron, before we have to take a break. Watch for the Light is published by Plow. It's been out for years, but I say it every year whenever anybody asks. It's a collection of readings oh, for Charles Advent Moore. and Christmastide by all kind of people of, yeah. of church history. Augustine, Bonhoeffer, That's Annie Dillard, one. you know. That's a really uh, good one. C.S. Lewis, Martin Luther, all kind of people. We Watch both have used this one in Advent yeah. over the years. We yeah. have, yeah. 
That's a good so, one. So, so good. And let me just uh, change the tone a little bit and give you one that's maybe a little more intellectual that's not a devotional as such. But Tim Keller has a book that's underrated called The Hidden Christmas, hmm. The Surprising Truth Behind the Birth of Christ. And he unlocks what's really going on as people have great need and Christ is the only answer in the hidden Christmas, he calls it. Mm, I've it's never read that. apologetics of the best sort. And at Christmas time, you're allowed to give religious books to people. You're singing, you know, carols at the mall. So it's like an open door this next month <laughs> to talk about religious themes, because people are singing Christmas carols, even that aren't believers. So this is a time to share these kind of tools with others, I think. And the Hidden Christmas is a nice little book by Tim Keller. Excellent. Very good. All right. That's an, a lot of titles for Advent, Byron. Super exciting that you have those available. And, of course, Kath, as she said, going to post those on our Facebook page as well. So how about we'll take a quick break, reset. And, of course, Christmas is almost on the doorstep. Uh, do you have some Christmas titles that perhaps could encourage our Christmas season as well? Sure. Very nice. We'll take a, a break. Byron Borgers with us from Hearts and Minds Bookstore in Dallastown, PA, listing some favorite topics. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. If you are 65 or older, you know this. Watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on health care costs is frustrating. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare 65 Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it really is a community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. Well, MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation, too. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. And it's easy. You can use any Medicare-approved doctor or get 24-7 telehealth access from the comfort of your home. Very worth looking into during Medicare open enrollment, which ends December 7th. If you join right now, your second month share will be free. So don't miss this chance. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. I love seeing a transformation of a smile. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in Northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. You don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life. For a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Shop the Black Friday sale for the gift of better sleep. You'll get a king bed for a queen price and save up to $700 on select mattresses from top brands. Plus, they'll add a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. Shop in stores or at mattressfirm.com. In those days, 10 men from all the nations will take hold of the garment of a Jew and say, we want to go with you for we know that God is with you. Join Messianic Jewish evangelist Rabbi Kurt Schneider as he shares authentic teaching from the Old and New Testaments, unfolding revelation today for your brighter tomorrow on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Monday through Friday at 1.30 p.m. here on 101.5 Word FM. 101.5 WORD FM, Pittsburgh. 
on your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh, and on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Hey, this is John Fuller, and around the Fuller table at Thanksgiving time, we list off some things that we're thankful for, and that might include people or circumstances or opportunities. The Bible urges us to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for us. It's truly a privilege to thank Him for His generosity to us. So this Thanksgiving, thank God for His good gifts every day, both large and small. Happy Thanksgiving from all of us here at Focus on the Family. We'll see a couple of flurries tonight, otherwise considerable cloud in this evening, then partly cloudy skies late tonight, the low 26. Tomorrow, breezy and cold with a little snow at times, accumulating a coating to an inch. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 33. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy and cold with a low of 21. Mostly cloudy Saturday, breezy and quite cold with a high of 32. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Like anything, the more you put into something, of course, the more richer that you'll get out of in many ways. And, of course, uh, with the Advent season upon us, next Sunday is the beginning of Advent, the heralding of the Christmas season. What is your reading like? What's your prayer life like for the Advent Christmas season? Well, Byron Borger is with us. He's uh, got a great resource always at uh, Hearts and Minds and uh, offering us some titles to engage with for a a deeper season. Byron, what about the Christmas season? I'm sure every year there has to be a small tsunami of new titles, but there's also classics as well. Yeah, and you know it's uh, it's it's interesting because so many of the books are about Advent. You know, we have this whole month of leaning into the holiday coming, and then you got Christmas tide. You got the twelve days of Christmas, so it all it all sort of blends together. I I, I have lots of titles that I recommend. Um, you know, there's there's Saint Nicholas Day is coming up even before we get to Christmas. It's a liturgical day when they celebrate Saint Nick, who was a real person. And my favorite book about Nicholas is a children's book called St. Nicholas the Gift Giver, retold by Ned Bustard. It's on InterVarsity Press. He's a woodcut artist in Lancaster. It is the, it is the best children's book about this, this classic old saint that gave stuff away um, and became the figure that now we call Santa Claus. But having children understand the real St. Nicholas and the idea of gift-giving it's a nice way to get kind of into the mood of the beginning of Christmas time comes right before the Christmas day is the day, the feast day of St. Nicholas. Another book that's a classic, John, you mentioned classics. This is a little heavy, but I'll tell you what, it's one of the greatest books in all of church history written in about the third century. It's called on the incarnation Hmm. by St. Athanasius. Hmm. There's a, relatively inexpensive version from Whitaker House out there in western Pennsylvania, uh, St. Athanasius. He lived in Alexandria and northern uh, Africa, you know, back in the day. And he wrote this book about what the incarnation means, that Jesus took on flesh and came into the world. Um, the edition by St. Vladimir's Seminary Press, which is Russian Orthodox, has an introduction by C.S. Lewis. Oh. And Lewis said it is one of the most important books for any Christian to read that wants to understand who Jesus is, quite uh-huh. apart from the holiday of Christmas. It's a classic, popular, from the patristic era, but still in print today, believe it or not, after all these thousands oh, of I years. Oh, I really want to so read I that. I recommend On the Incarnation. Wow, the, I re- that, that sounds terrific, Byron. The, the St. Vladimir Seminary Press Edition uh, has the C.S. Lewis forward. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the other more inexpensive one does not. But, yeah, Lewis said it was one of the great books of all time. 
Wow. Okay. All right. Two, three more books, maybe? Well, you know, there is a woman that some people really like named Ruth Chow Simmons. She's a, a floral artist, an Asian-American woman out on the West Coast, and she writes for a publisher called Harvest House. And she has a book called Emmanuel, an invitation to prepare him room at Christmas and always. So it is an Advent devotional in a sense, but it is really has the sort of trajectory of having Christmas stay alive in your heart all year long. Uh, and it, 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 again, gets at this issue of incarnation and Emmanuel, which means God with us. And there what's her last name? Color, uh, uh, Simons, S-I-M-O-N-S. Okay. C-H-O-U is her middle name, Ruth Chow. She's known for doing cards and decorative books and gift books and Bible devotionals. And there's sort of floral artwork on every page. It is really, really attractive. Women probably would like it more than men, but it's very, very nice. And this idea of kind of Emmanuel with us through the whole year, it's very nice. It's a nice devotional, particularly for women. Uh, I think it's 25 days, uh, sort of a journey uh, into Christmas and beyond. Fabulous. We're talking with Byron Borger from Hearts and Minds Bookstore. Okay, Byron, uh, of course, time is always of the essence. Uh, One more uh, title can you offer for us for the uh, Christmas season? Okay, here's one last one, and this is this isn't even about Christmas. It's about winter time. It's called "All Creation Waits: The Advent Mystery of New Beginning," hmm. um, and it's about animals in hibernation. Oh, that the whole world sort of goes into sleep, <laughs> preparing for winter. Getting interested in the dark, <laughs> and then how new life comes out of that as you move towards spring. Cool. Uh, so it is an Advent book in a sense. It is overtly Christian and Christmassy, but I think it's good almost for any time of year. All creation waits. The Advent mystery of new beginnings by Gail Boss B O S S. She lives in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and the wonderful illustrations of of animals are uh, is by David Klein. It was so popular the last couple of years, this paperback, that they put it out in a hardcover gift edition with a bright red cover. And so there's a new edition out just this year uh, because so many people were using it at Christmas time. It's just kind of different and it's kind of neat in a way to sort of see God's creation and how the whole creation is longing uh, for, for the coming of Jesus. I love that. Byron, tell us about Hearts and Minds Bookstore. We're a bookstore in South Central Pennsylvania near York, PA. We go to a Presbyterian church in York, and uh, we used to live in Pittsburgh, which is why we have the connections there. We come out to the big, the big Jubilee Conference every year, and uh, we're on site here entering our 40th year next week. Our 40th anniversary will be next week, so we've been here 40 years. We have a website and mail order thing. We uh, have a newsletter called Book Notes that you can subscribe to, and I ramble on about these kind of titles every week. Fabulous. Well, Byron, you're a a font of knowledge about Christendom and all things literature, and we certainly appreciate you raising the specter here of uh, good titles to deepen people's walk during the Advent Christmas season. Thank you so much for your time here. Thank you very much. You guys are great. Our pleasure. That's Byron Borger. 10 out of 10. Gotta love Byron. Yep. Hey, listen, uh, we would encourage you, read during the Advent and Christmas season. Resources are there, right? Deepen your walk over this most holiest of times. 101.5 WORD. When God created us, he had a purpose for our lives. I'm Alan Jackson. I have the privilege of joining you each weekday to open our Bibles together. 
The Bible tells us that God has made us what we are. And in our union with Christ Jesus, he has created us for a life of good deeds, which he has already prepared for us to do. Join me and let's see what God has for us today. A fresh look at scripture, weekday mornings at 930, Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD. Hi, I'm Al Abaroa, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. Inflation is a problem, markets are volatile, and the risk of running out of money in retirement is real. That's why I love annuities and you should too. Your financial advisor doesn't want you to know that with our annuity strategy, when the stock market goes up, you earn a market-linked return that locks in every year, and when the stock market goes down, your annuity won't lose a dime. There are no unnecessary fees, and it works for your investments, money at a brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and you should only invest if you learn the facts. And that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500 and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to use safe, low-fee annuities to build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Text FREE to 833 833- 898-0500. You've already heard a lot about the exceptional retirement lifestyles available at St. Barnabas. Here's what you might not know. St. Barnabas is a Christian organization that dates back to 1900. That's when Episcopal monks started the tradition of taking care of those who had no ability to do it themselves. Sure, the campus may have changed a bit over the years, but the mindset is still the same. Think about it. Luxury retirement with like-minded people. Now that's an easy decision. Call St. Barnabas, 724 Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold, the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience. So to help you remember, Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance. We personalize this ad for Amber, who really misses boy bands from the 90s. Hey, girl. (laughs) I'm the cute one. Here to tell you how Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. I'm the heartthrob. The only thing I love more than you is saving. And I'm the other boy in the band everyone forgot about. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. UNESCO World Heritage Sites. Uh, This has been going on for 50 years. So UNESCO, this organization that tries to preserve... Right, it's affiliated with the United Nations. Right, special places, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, really gorgeous, natural places. Yeah, if you wonder what we're saying, the word is UNESCO, and that's all capital letters. Mm-hmm. It's an anagram. Right. So um, you may have been to several UNESCO yeah. World Heritage Sites and not even known it. Head, right? All right, so... Um, uh, you think about what's coming up here for a lot of people, you know, there's a break coming up and, you know, day trips are possible, right? I mean, let's talk about a few of these things that are, you know, sort okay. of within, might be a fantasy for some people to travel to. But they are in our country. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, some are close. Some are very, very far. All right. Okay? I'm excited. All right. Um, probably the uh, one of the closest is um, uh, Monticello. Oh, yeah. I've never been there. Monticello and the University of Virginia, Charlottesville, Virginia. Not that far away. I mean, from Pittsburgh, what do you think? Maybe three and a half, mi- three and a half hours or so. Okay. Um, the Plantation Home, um, 
of course, Thomas Jefferson, the third president, man of many trades, neoclassical design. It's a gorgeous place. I was there probably in my early 20s. Okay. But well worth a trip. I mean, really, a, a, a day trip, maybe That'd be a, a long day. an overnight yeah. trip, probably, right? Monticello. Um, it's hot now, hot in a way that, you know, it's been in the news. Thomas Jefferson, you know, the era that we live right. in has been, you know, put under the microscope for any number of reasons. So um, it's well worth a look at, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Yellowstone. We, we were in Yellowstone May of last year. Just as the pandemic, you know, from my perspective, at least, we were coming out of the pandemic. We took a quick trip, not a quick trip, maybe six days to Yellowstone. That's not a quick trip. No. It felt like a quick trip because the place is so big. I can't imagine. Right? Um, love to go back to Yellowstone anytime. Uh, let me think. Um, Some place you might know. Um, how about, um, uh, you know, this is too far out. That's, no, that's not even, tell us where it is. Uh, it's this listening audience travels. Okay, Illinois. Okay. It's, a, it's an Indian um, prehistoric Native American settlement. Okay, what's it's it called? It's the largest prehistoric Native American site uh, north of Mexico. Okay. Uh, Chinook Mounds State oh, Historical okay. Park. Uh, it was established in 1928. And um, it, it's it's back in time. I mean, it, it's, it's not even Native American. It's ancient Indian sites, okay. which I would love to go visit. Never even to I imagine would, what that would be like. Yeah. All right. How about uh, Carlsbad Caverns? In New Mexico. You've been yeah. to New Mexico? No, never been to New Fabulous. Mexico. Um, you're not going to go to New Mexico um, well, you don't over know. break. Oh, over break? Probably not. Probably not. Um, how about uh, the Everglades? You've been to the Everglades? No. Um, 1979 in Florida. Would it be one of the great road trips would to go from Pittsburgh to the Everglades, to drive all the way down. That would be fun. To the very, very end of the tip of mm-hmm. Florida, right? That'd be fun. I'd love to do this. Um, you think about the you know where to go. The Everglades is the largest subtropical wilderness reserve. It's uh, almost a billion acres. The most significant breeding grounds for wading birds. The biggest continuous strand of sawgrass prairie in North America. Uh, I, I'd just love to go visit. I mean, you look at where it is on the map. Right, super south. Super super south. I mean, Cuba. You could probably throw a baseball almost in Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Grand Canyon, uh, UNESCO site from 1979. We talked about the Grand Canyon here a couple of weeks ago, right? Somebody was golfing at the Grand Canyon. Yeah, and they ended up getting arrested because you can't just shoot a golf ball into the Grand Canyon. I had a friend who... They're sensitive about that. For well, you reason. would be, right? Of course. We, we had a friend who walked to the bottom of the Grand Canyon and then walked the width of the Grand Canyon, right? right? Uh-huh. I mean, that's no small matter. Yeah. I love uh, the... It's really beautiful. Don't even bother to take a picture. Why? When you're because it's it's too it's ridiculous. Right. It's so it can't e- encompass it a regular is so photograph. enormous. It it overtakes all of you mm-hmm. when you're there. How about the Great Smoky Mountains National mm-hmm. Park? Okay, Smoky Mountains not that far away. Tennessee and North Carolina, right? Um, a wild, diverse assortment of plants and animals. 130 different tree species. 65 mammal species alone. Very more than nice. 200 types of birds. And it's not that far away. No, it's not. Uh, Great Smoky National Mountain Park. Love to go there. Um, you want to go to Hawaii? You've been, you've been to Hawaii? No. Why would I think you went to Hawaii? Mm, I passed by Hawaii a couple times, right. but sadly I didn't stop. Why? Right. What's in Hawaii? Well, Hawaii uh, Volcanoes. Oh, of course. Uh, Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. 
Uh, that was established in 1987. You climb from sea level 13,700 feet. Contains two of the world's most active volcanoes, which is super cool to look down inside of a volcano. Fabulous. It's life changing. You look down in a volcano in Nicaragua. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Cristo. Yeah. I mean, I was close to a volcano. I've closed them several. Uh, not in Guatemala. I was close to them in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're scary. They are incredible. They're, it's not. This is the ones I was by are not the ones you look into for fear of immediate death. Well, when Those you get close to a vol- volcano, they time your time up there ten minutes max because of the noxious gases. So you got to be very careful when you get up. Mm. Okay, somebody blows a whistle, you settle into place. Ten minutes go by, they blow another whistle. You got to get out of there because I'm afraid you're going to pass out. Uh, Independence Hall in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. You know, I've never been there. What? Yeah. You've never been to Philadelphia? Well, I've been to Philadelphia, but I've never been to Independence Hall. Oh, it's Hall. fabulous. I mean, you go see the Liberty Bell. You see the actual crack in the Liberty Bell. Super cool. All right, those are just a few of the UNESCO sites that are out there. Uh, more than 25 listed here in the United States of America. And that's listed in the Washington Post today. Yep, it is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I'd like to, wouldn't it take a road trip and just go check it? All 24. Would it be? You'd have to be super wealthy and have all the time in the world. Trish heard one of our radio ads recently and gave us a yell. Ryan, she said. I keep hearing that mortgage interest rates are annoyingly up, but I'll keep it real. I'm struggling with bills. I haven't taken a vacation in years, and my back patio looks like Godzilla visited. And then I keep hearing how much home values have gone up. Would it be wrong to pull that new cash out of my home to use for this stuff? It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. And yes, rates are annoyingly up. And so for some, it could be wrong to do a cash out refinance. But for others, the recent home value rush is still a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Trish eliminated her credit card debt, turned the backyard into an oasis, and kept some money back for a vacation and rainy days. And her plan is, when these annoying rates settle back down, she'll refinance then to lower the rate. If you're curious what a cash-out refinance would look like for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. And a blessing for 1330. Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage lender license 22672. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Persecuted Christians in China, they're beaten, jailed, and threatened with death, and they need your help today. This is Bible League International, and just outside of Beijing, 12-year-old Ming became a believer after learning English as a second language through a program from Bible League because the Bible is the source of the reading assignments. Ming would lead her father, Daiku, a Confucianist to Christ, but her bitter atheist mother has turned them in for attending a house church near their home outside of Beijing. Now, we're not sure what's going to happen to these two, but they remain faithful in worship, and they're praying for Bibles because in their church of 200, there's 
only about three Bibles. Many are known to stay after the service to write down some scriptures just to have something to take into their week. And 50-year-old Katsu, beaten and jailed many times as a pastor, he led his atheist interrogator to Christ. Together they've seen thousands come to Christ. They need Bibles in China. Join Word FM and Bible League in blessing 5,000 Bibleist persecuted believers at only $5 a Bible. $100 since 20. Call 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD or give at wordfm.com. Michael Gerson. This is not a um, exactly a household name, especially because time has gone by. But at one time, not that far along uh, during the uh, George W. Bush administration, Michael Gerson was essentially the poet mm-hmm. who put the words in the president's mouth. Fair to say, yeah? Yes. Yeah, he was the head speechwriter for GW um, after 9-11. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the rhetoric that you might remember from Bush's speeches uh, post 9-11 and gearing up to the war in Iraq were um, were created by Michael Gerson. You think of it like the term axis of evil, yep. um, which is what uh, Bush talked about. That was created by Michael Gerson. Um, the presidential speechwriters over the years have really crafted our interpretation of events in amazing ways. Yeah. And he he was the chief one for GW. Passed away yesterday. It was a young man. The age of 58. Right. I was shocked. I didn't know that Michael was sick. He'd been on our show uh, maybe six or seven years ago. His latest book, the at least the most recent book I have from him, is called City of Man, which mm-hmm. he wrote with Pete Wainer. Um, and he, I mean, what a writer. How do you aspire to become a presidential speechwriter? What is that, the job description? I mean, it's not like something they put like a, a you know, a shingle out and say, we're looking for a speechwriter. Or this is something that I'm, you know, putting my forward focus on to live my life as the presidential speechwriter. Right. This is something that has a an amalgamation of different skill sets, ideology, connections, probably. In this in this case, Michael Gerson was a deeply committed believer in Jesus Christ. And when you listen to the speeches that he crafted, especially for GW, right, there is a very distinct perspective of evangelical Christianity within those words. In reading, I agree with that, John, and in reading about him today, um, I didn't realize how uh, how happy they were to find each other, he and GW. Yeah. How, uh, you know, Bush was kind of struggling a little bit. To, he was a fumbler. To, well, he certainly was a fumbler. We all know that. Um, and he was looking for someone who, he, who would get him. Mm-hmm. I think that's the heart and the soul of the speechwriter is that you have to get the president. The persona of the president. Right, right. Um, and he, once they met, George W. was like, wait a minute. That's my guy. That's my guy. Like, he gets me. We're from the same space. Um, we are kind of see the world in the same way. We're both believers in Jesus. And this is the guy who I'm going to turn to more than any right. other. A graduate of Wheaton College. Uh, when someone like this, and you know, this is a rare thing, someone like that passes. I always think, but you know, it, it, probably wrong to think this way. Will not see that like again. To think about an evangelical uh, Christian in the position of being the wordsmith for the United States president for that administration. You put a very distinctive look and feel of Jesus first in the, in the you know mm-hmm. in the country. Right. Fascinating. Yeah, I um, 
there is such a beautiful, uh, several beautiful articles that are written about Michael Gerson in today's Washington mm-hmm. Post. One is uh, a story of his life, um, which is well done, but an even greater one. Can you look up the one I texted you today? Because I can't remember the name of the woman who wrote it, which is basically the faith story of Michael Gerson and how much she appreciated that. Um, yeah. What's her name? Michael Gerson followed his faith. Um, Karen... Tumulty, yes. Yeah, if you're interested in, uh, I think maybe, I don't know, the inner place that he drew from in his writing, I think Karen Tumulty hits on it in the the post today. Very nice. All right, let's switch uh, gears here uh, from something sublime to, I would say, well, I guess we'll let uh, the time be the judge of this. Now there is a, this is, I don't know if this is blasphemous or not, but apparently it's not. There is a new video game that's premiering, um, where you play the role, you assume the role of Jesus. Uh, The video game is called I Am Jesus Christ. It is the world's first Jesus simulator. It allows gamers to slip into the sandals of Jesus and perform miracles, like, of course, we all know, reading the New Testament, Um, It's supposed to be out in the first quarter of next year. Starting December 1st, there is a simulator, a trailer, that you can play along for free, but um, coming soon. I'm I'm reading from Entertainment Weekly, and they're saying this is legit. Uh, Of course, they're also saying it's very meme-worthy, as you might imagine, right? I mean, there's Jesus performing this, and people are taking screen. We'll take screenshots of this and put Jesus as a meme. A prologue of the game will be available to play, as I said, December 1st. The prologue is basically a free, a shortened version of the game that takes place in Nazareth. The full version will be uh, first quarter of 2023. And uh, I am Jesus, the video game. Yeah, I don't think that's helpful, John. Uh, what well, do you think? Uh, no, I, I think you reserve judgment because you don't want to be one of these people who go, oh, there's a Christian movie. Or there's a, a movie out about Jesus. And, you know, kind of go, everyone's going to point their finger and go, this is bad before you even see the movie. Right, but how many people think that they're right about everything already? Well, yeah, but I mean, you feeding, should engage it, it like, first before you pass judgment. Yeah, except okay, I, I I don't play video games, so that's a world I don't get. But that seems like that's pretty close to dangerous territory. Oh, it's, it's very close to dangerous territory. But you know, you knew it was coming sooner or later. So hopefully, the people who've who've done this have done it due diligence. I bet that they it doesn't. Haven't. Well, I don't know. We'll find out. Do I sound I like a Jesus. naysayer? Yes, you do. Very okay. much so, yeah. Because you don't want to be one of those people. How could that possibly I don't know. be redemptive? Let's wait and see. Okay. That's all. All right. Um, going back to the presidential speechwriter thing, um, I was thinking as we were talking about the death of Michael Gerson today um, and how he crafted you know, the, um, the vocabulary and the outlook, the worldview kind of, for the president, G.W. Bush. I was thinking about Peter Robinson, um, who was the head speechwriter for Ronald Reagan. Peter Robinson came up with the phrase, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. And he came up with that phrase when he was like 28 years old. Michael Gerson was working for GW when he was like 34, something like that. I mean, these are really young men who are writing things that are beyond their years. Well, and that are in our heads and form our viewpoint of the world and the country for decades, maybe longer. I mean, isn't that incredible? I love it. Well, to me, that's just the power of words, right? 
I mean, there's someone who, obviously, these are very bright people mm-hmm. who are deep readers, who've got a good grasp of history, economics, yep. sociology. And have can get at the pathos. The heart of, of it. Right. In as few words as possible. From, in many ways, a very poetic perspective. Yeah. Listen, whether you were supporting the war in Iraq or not, Michael Gerson, one of truly America's great writers, Mm -hmm. gone at such a young age. Okay, we'll take a quick break and reset. uh, During the 5 o'clock hour, misplaced anger. How do we make sure that anger doesn't get the best of us? That's the 5 o'clock hour here on The Ride Home. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. It's 101.5 Word FM, WORD. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says it's time for change. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announces she will not seek a leadership position in the new Congress. With great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek re-election to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. Pelosi announced in a spirited speech on the House floor that she will step aside after leading Democrats for nearly 20 years and in the aftermath of the brutal attack on her husband, Paul, last month in their San Francisco home. All now in their 80s, the top three House Democratic leaders faced restless colleagues eager for them to step aside and allow a new generation to take charge. Bernie Bennett in Washington. New York Governor Kathy Hochul declaring a state of emergency starting today in parts of western New York ahead of a potentially dangerous bout of lake effect snow. That state of emergency covering 11 counties in New York. This is SRN News. Charlie Dombeck. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects. The U.S. government needs your investment in oil and is allowing you to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel. Call 800-287-6691. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. You'll be calling directly to the home office of Encore Energy. That's 800-287-6691. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're paying too much for your wireless service. Because Pure Talk gives you the exact same 5G coverage as one of those big carriers on the exact same network but saves the average family over $800 a year. And Pure Talk doesn't lock you into an overpriced, unlimited data contract. Why pay for data you don't need? Instead, get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone and keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. So what are you waiting for? Start saving today. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code HALFOFF, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code HALFOFF. Pure Talk is simply smarter 
Wireless. Hope happens here. With the very best in inspirational programming, start your new season with Cornerstone Television Network. Hope Today, Origins, Sister to Sister, Hard Questions, Move Your Mountain, Today's Nashville, Dashing Dish, Signs of the Times, and Cornerstone Connect. Find hope for a better day and sample the best of local Christian TV on Cornerstone Television Network. How is your job to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. We'll see a couple of flurries tonight, otherwise considerable cloud in this evening, then partly cloudy skies late tonight, the low 26. Tomorrow, breezy and cold with a little snow at times, accumulating a coating to an inch. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 33. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy and cold with a low of 21. Mostly cloudy Saturday, breezy and quite cold with a high of 32. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Evening sets on a snowy Thursday afternoon. I came out of uh, my church this morning, and uh, I think when I came out the first time, it was maybe 11 o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. lightly snowing, very cold. And the first thing I thought was, it feels like Christmas. Really? That's the first thing that came into my head. It was really cold. Mm-hmm. It was very wintry. We went right from yep. the last vestiges of fall. I mean, it, all of a sudden. I think we're like 10 to 15 degrees colder than normal. I'm not surprised. This time of year. It's really something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, interesting news today from our friends at the Pew Research Center. And this is a report by the Associated Press today that you'll find in all sorts of different outlets. Most of the adults in the U.S., John, including a large majority of Christians and people who identify with other religions, consider the earth sacred and believe God gave humans a duty to care for it. But, 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 highly religious Americans, those are people who, according to Pew, pray daily, regularly attend religious services, consider religion crucial in life are far less likely than others to express concern about global warming. Okay. These are among the key findings in this comprehensive report released by Pew. It's a survey of over 10,000 U.S. adults in April. And the survey says that religious Americans tend to be less concerned about climate change for several reasons, which I'd be happy to share with you if you're interested. Right. Okay. Now, what you just described basically is you and I. Yes. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so when you think about climate change, does it concern you? Climate, it's not that I don't think it's happening, uh, because it clearly is happening, but I see that there were, there was a lot of global warming happening at different points in the earth's history Mm -hmm. when carbon was not an issue. Right. And so if we're talking about the Jurassic area era, which is pretty warm, 
that wasn't happening because of there were too many automobiles on Earth. Right. I, I what do think you think? That I would be, I get it. I mean, I, I, I believe it as well. However, I do believe I would be less inclined to, or because the chicken little sort of sky is falling thing, coupled with the carbon credits that we're now changing and That's trading, so which is ridiculous, and the politics around it has made it all a little too much for me, of course, because that's how it is in the world today. You take something that has truth or nuggets of truth, and then you smash it into a ball and politicize it and make it something that not normally is, is what I think is really happening. Interesting you should say that because the first reason that religious Americans are less concerned about climate change is politics. Mm-hmm. The main driver, Pew says, of U.S. public opinion about the climate is political party. Not religion, because, of course, data shows that Republicans are less likely than Democrats to believe that human activity is warming the earth. Mm -hmm. I guess what bothers me about it is a lot of this is believe. I mean, we're talking about a scientific process, right? So I feel like we should maybe have be able to ascertain it. It's not. I don't know if it should be a believe or not believe, as it is, this is what's happening. What do you think is causing it? Right. Well, they're showing us, that, you know, the truth is they're saying the earth is warming by this amount of degrees. Yes? Yes. And so the question is, why? Mm-hmm. And Republicans are much less likely to think it's because of human activity than Democrats. And then, of course, you hear people like the doomsdayers, you know, the countdown clock. If we don't do this within the next... 32 Listen, days. We've been hearing that, that kind of thing. Right. You hear remember this. Remember when Waterworld came out? Right. Do you remember all of a sudden that was like going? Now, of course, nobody thought that that was a documentary, but that was when, you know, Al Gore was talking about, you know, the fact that, you know, blue whales were going to be, you know, swimming down or Madison Avenue. You hear Greta Thunberg right. lecture us right. and scream at us, and you kind of go, mm, sorry. Right. I, I mean, Here's the thing about Greta. At least she's paying attention to what she's preaching herself, and she's not flying anywhere. Where we've got John Kerry, right, right. who's the climate czar, who's, I, I don't know, he's racked up something like 175,000 air miles in the last 12 months well, because he says, do. I'm so important. I mean, I, it, I am burning a lot of carbon, but I'm so important. I should, you know. Well, it's just it's chicken it. little, right? I mean, spare me. Um, do you feel like, as a Christian, you have a sense of stewardship of the earth? Yes. Yes, I care about the earth. Okay. And so, I think, you know, you back it up in, in your actions. Right. And, um, so know. that three quarters of religiously affiliated Americans agree with you. Seventy four percent also agree with that. Um, do you feel like the Bible includes lessons about the environment? Yes. OK. Creation care. All right. That's yes. two thirds of U.S. adults who are religiously affiliated mm-hmm. agree with you on that. God um, asks us, to, tells yeah. us to care for the world. Okay. This is a personal question, so you can decide to answer it or not answer it. Have you been it. looking at my recycling? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, <laughs> have you prayed for the environment in the past year? I've not. Okay. I'm All sorry right. to admit that. Okay. So four in 10, I'm according sorry. to Pew, say they've prayed for the environment in the past year. Um, have you? I don't think I have. I mean, I've I've prayed about I'm, animals. I'm, I know I've prayed, but I don't know if I've prayed for the environment. And to say that, I don't think that that's wackadoodle. No, I don't either. It's, it's just I don't either. I, I, I think that considered. shows the poverty that you and I aren't praying for that. I feel like we both should be. Mm-hmm. So that's we're the idiots there. Um, uh, those who consider climate change an extremely or very serious problem, do you? Would you put yourself in that category? 
I would say I'm undecided. Okay. Got it. All right. Uh, because, uh, uh, again, because of the aforementioned skepticism I have about the people who are doing the chicken little with the carbon credits being traded in the politics of it all and the news yeah. media that I'm uh, unsure of. Okay. I think that's kind of dubious. Um, so let me just give you a, a uh, range because uh, those who consider climate change an extremely or very serious problem range from 34% of evangelical Protestants, okay, all the way up to 68% of historically black Protestants, okay? Um, this is Pew. This is according to Pew. Right, thank you, Pew. And the religiously unaffiliated, who we call the nuns, the N-O-N-E-S, right? Not the N-U-N-S. That's, no, that's, yeah, the N-O-N-E-S is the fastest growing group in surveys um, when it comes to religion. They look at climate change as an extreme or very serious problem at 70%. And also think it's human-induced activity at 66%. So here's my question for you, John. What do you think accounts for, the, other than the politics, which we've already said is the number one driver, is there anything else in your frame of mind that accounts for the fact that you're not more concerned? Is there anything else? Mm -hmm. Anything else other than the politics? Um... It's a big earth. And me, you know, what, wasting hot water or I don't know what. I so mean, you seem small. I seem tiny by comparison. So and I know that there are billions and billions of people on this planet. So I, I, can we in some ways influence what's happening to the earth, what we're doing, we as, as humankind? I'm still a little skeptical about that. Mm -hmm. And so. What actions can I take to reduce that? The earth is going to be here long after we are gone. And I say we as mankind. I think once we're gone, the earth is going to be fine. It'll just reinvent itself like it's done. It wouldn't matter. Whether it's a nuclear holocaust, eventually it'll clean itself up. Okay, I'll say one more thing. Our imprint's sure. not as big as we think it is. I also think it has something to do with the fact that we, you and I, believe that there's a future beyond the planet. Yeah. And so it's not, does that translate into us treating the planet cheaply? Uh, I no, hope not. No, I don't know. I, I, I don't want it to. I don't want it to. Two things but, can be true. But I do think it does influence why my percentage of worry about the climate is not higher than what it Look, is. Look, when I go to the beach, I, I don't want to see plastic in the ocean. No, of course not. I don't want to see crud. I don't you know want to see I don't want to see marine animals inflicted with pain and no, difficulty we just because, talked I about had, because I had to have a vanilla Diet Coke. Coke. Right. We just, saw, we just talked about UNESCO World Sites. Yes. You do not want to see the earth damaged. You do, right. And if I can control that in some way through my actions, count me in. But I also know... You're not going to be up late at night worrying about it no but i you know I, there is something of course and it is biblical about creation care there and it's be, necessary yeah. for us to follow along with that to, to see that we have limited resources and to take care of the gifts that have been given to us it's a good answer it's right. a lot more to say about that but we need to take a break doug birch coming up next how do we make sure that the anger that we feel doesn't get the best of us it's coming up next it's thursday edition right home Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music is here on the weekend. With the best new music. New, 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 music. new music from Dan Brembis. Hold you tight. Don't you worry about 
Good Lord from David Leonard and Josh Baldwin. There is freedom. Celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's favorites and the best new music. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. You've all helped build MyPillow and the incredible company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. It's John Hall. Right now, MyPillow is offering exclusive offers on their bedsheets, their six-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The Giza bedsheets are marked down as low as $29.99. And believe me when I say you'll get a great night's sleep in these. Their six-piece towel set is made with USA cotton, comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Typically retails at $89.98, now just $39.98 with promo code WORD. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bedsheets. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold, the highest-rated precious metals firm in the country. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Do you have a passion for helping others? Turn it into a rewarding career at LifeSteps. LifeSteps is hiring caring people to make a difference in the lives of individuals with disabilities. Full-time and part-time positions available with opportunities close to home. No degree or experience necessary. LifeSteps offers flexible schedules, paid training, and generous benefits. Make a difference today. Call 724-283-1010 or visit LifeSteps.net. LifeSteps is an equal opportunity employer. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive, and getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business, too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors, just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com, and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com. I was driving into work the other day. I was in the right-hand lane. I was going above the speed limit, and I was being tailgated. Um, so I look in the rearview mirror, and, and, and I got to, sir, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to stay out of your way. But then I started to get hacked off, right? Um, uh, anger while you're driving. Oh, it's a lot. Uh, that's just one instance of my anger where the anger gets in my way and I go, uh, why would I lose it? You know, why would I get upset about this? This is something I can't really control. I'm doing my best here. Does this happen to you? No. You don't get angry like that? Not in the car. No, I really don't. But that doesn't mean that I'm better than you. It just means that other things make me angry and it's not driving. Yeah. There's, I used to know a guy who would say, I as mean, you drive, so as you are. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I had, I had to give up cable news in the evening. Because you would get angry. Okay, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't. I, I'm just. Yeah. Just get angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doug Bursch is back with us. Doug's been the guest on our show over the years. He's a writer, producer, a pastor. He is the author of Posting Peace, 
why social media divides us, and what can we do about it. Doug, welcome back. Oh, so glad to be back on the Kathy show. Thank you, John. John, I want to apologize for tailing you the other day on the road. That was you. Yeah, I know. It was an out-of-state plate. Now, in in your state, my horn. Do do you have a plate, a a front license plate, and a back license plate? Well, I I I change it after I, Uh, you know, (laughs) follow people closely to work. Thank you. No, I'm glad to be back on. This is good. Happy to be here. So, what about? I mean, is it too personal to say what puts you in that place of serious anger? Misplaced anger. Oh, I I never get angry. Uh, I was talking to uh, uh, John about this before the show, texting him about, I think there's a lot of misplaced anger in the world. And uh, we need to identify that in our own lives and other people's lives. And I thought about it in the context of, uh, you know, the story when they're uh, arresting Jesus and the servant cuts, uh, servant is basically trying to arrest him and Peter cuts off the servant's ear. Yeah. Um, you know, often when we preach that, we talk about, you know, Jesus says, put away the sword, Peter. This isn't about, uh, you know, battling. I'm going to lay down my life. But there's another thing there that the person whose ear is cut off is just a servant or a slave of the high priest. And I was thinking about that. Uh, a servant or a slave doesn't get a choice what they do, right? The high right. priest sends them out, which in fact shows you kind of how unjust this whole situation is. Instead of meeting Jesus face to face, he sends out his slave who has to do his bidding. And then Peter goes after the slave. And it made me think, even if Peter was supposed to cut someone's ear off, which he wasn't, it definitely was not the servant or the slave. And this is what I think we get in our culture, that often we're upset about things, but we're getting upset at the wrong people or it really doesn't have any impact. It's similar to yelling at the customer service person about Walmart's exchange policy as we get into the holiday season. So this is an issue to me that we do get angry but is our anger directed for the right reasons, the right purposes, and can our anger be redemptive? Can our anger be redemptive? Hmm. How do you answer that? I mean, you have to sort of invest in your anger to make sure that your cause is worth being angry about first and foremost, yeah? Well, I think Christians have gotten a lot of bad teaching about anger. Uh, you know, the Bible does say be angry and sin not, so we definitely can be angry. It's an emotion. And there was a counselor that used to be on my radio show Daniel Pryor, who'd say, we usually get angry because of an issue of a lack of control Mm. or power or value. Mm. And you can think of this, let's say, when you got angry, when your kid is playing a sport and the coach is not treating them fairly. You can't do anything about it. So what? You feel powerless. You lack control to change anything. And then there's a devaluing there as well of your daughter and, you know, Mm. of extension of yourself. And when I look at anger, that's often what's going on. And it might be appropriate to be angry. That, you know, for instance, if your daughter's being treated poorly, it's appropriate to be angry. The question is, how do I make that redemptive? How do I find a way to gain appropriate control to bring value into the situation and to deal with a powerless situation? What happens often, though, is we direct that anger somewhere else. So we're upset at work. We feel it feels powerless, no control. We're devalued. So what do we do? We come home and we yell at our spouse. Uh, because that's an area where we think we can gain some power or some control or some value. And if you look at a lot of the anger in your life, often it's being expressed in certain relationships that that might not really be the issue. The issue might be something much bigger that we feel like we have no control over. What about the people, Doug, who say that anger doesn't have a place at all? Never to be angry? In the Christian life. Yeah, I mean, that we that our sin tempts us to be angry. But if we were further along the sanctification route, anger wouldn't be a part of us. Well, I think it's not biblical. Uh, If the Bible says you're going to be angry and sin not, uh, then there's certainly a place for that. 
And anger is a normal thing. Like we should be angry about sin, about injustices. If you see uh, someone being abused in front of you, that yeah. should make you angry. The issue is how do I you know, stop that abuse? How do I stop that harm? And, and this is one of the things that I'm seeing is uh, we have people who want to use our anger. We have politicians, uh, talk shows, uh, Christian celebrities who want to use our anger for their issues. And so it's very important for any of your listeners, make, be very practical about this. Am I angry? And who am I angry at? And if I think if we get down to it, it's often issues that are outside our control, or we're even angry at God, like, why would you allow this to happen? Or why won't you change this person? And if we don't admit that we're angry, we can't have those conversations with God. What do I do with this? We can't, you know, as the psalmist does, argues and wrestles with God. So I think it's very dangerous to be in church environments that say, well, good Christians just don't get angry. Because then you have no place to process that. And what I've found is if you bury and suppress emotions, they come out somewhere. Right. And they often come out in very destructive patterns. So Christians, I think, need to get in touch with their anger and then find a way to, in a positive, redemptive, Christ-like way, to bring justice, to to deal with the wrongs, to find a redemptive way to deal with the things that make you angry. And if you can't do anything about it, at least go to God and get God's mindset before we just take it out on the family or on a friend. That's very good. Okay, I, I think you know, uh, anger is one thing, but I think at least in in our culture t- in nowadays, most people jump from anger to rage pretty darn quick. I mean, you see it, of course, you know, on cable news, you see it, you know, and <laughs> people drive. It's road rage. You see that. Yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying about Doug about you know having anger not get the best of us. But there's something about, and I guess probably rage has always been with us, right? I mean, people have raged in Jesus' time and well before that. But we, we, we take something that is a necessary part of human emotion and life, and then we take it to the extreme. And to me, yeah. I think that's what's the most scary. When you look at the modern world, people are rage-filled more often than not. Is that fair? Well, I might get in trouble with this, but sometimes Christians even make willpower just a complete issue of spirituality and not of our physical capacity. They've mm-hmm. done studies that humans have a limited amount of willpower. So for instance, they'll have someone watch a movie that's a comedic movie and they'll mm-hmm. say, don't laugh during the whole movie, do not laugh. And then the other people can just do whatever they want. So one person had to exercise their willpower not to laugh, the other person could relax. After that, they give them a test just to do some sort of test. The people who had to use their willpower to not laugh did worse on the test than the people who could just relax. Well, right now we're living Mm -hmm. in a very powder keg environment, right? Whether it's coming out of COVID, inflation, the political chaos, we're exercising our willpower more than ever before, dealing with COVID, all these things. And so what do we have? Limited willpower. And this is what you even see, let's say like with Tiger Woods, he was a person of incredible discipline and willpower on the golf course, but something happened. I'm not trying to excuse his, you know, having affairs or doing things wrong. But this is a dangerous place to be when you're using up all your willpower in one area that you can be very open to just suddenly, you know, getting super angry or doing something really irresponsible and inappropriate. Now, what do we do with that? We got to create boundaries. We got to create places where we get refueled and safe, where we step away from the chaos, where we because we only have so much willpower. And as you guys mentioned, even coming into this, 
if if watching cable news is taking away your willpower and making it so then you snap at your neighbor, then you need to to take a decision, where am I going to use my best life energy? And so this is something I don't think Christians deal with enough. We say, well, just pray for more willpower and just pray that I don't sin. Okay, that's fine. But even the Bible talks about things like Sabbath. You need a day of rest because you're not meant to work you know, seven days a week. So if we don't build those things in, I think we're going to find what you were talking about there, John. It's misplaced anger or just suddenly flipping. You know, Some of you are probably in that situation. Why did I get so angry about that? Well, that might have something to do with a, a need to replenish and uh, get a better sense of self-worth and self-will uh, by, by relaxing a little bit. Doug Bursch is with us, writer, podcaster, and pastor, the author of Posting Peace, Why Social Media Divides Us and What We Can Do About It. Doug, that's, that study you mentioned is really fascinating to me. So if you, if John and I were told that we, you know, there was a funny movie on and we could not laugh, first of all, we would be useless <laughs> at that. And we could not, we could never if make it. If someone, of course, end. tells you you can't laugh, then you're going to laugh. Right, right, right yeah. yeah. Okay, but so at the conclusion of that movie, what did they ask the people to do next? Well, it didn't matter. It was just a task, like uh, take a test, a memory test or something. It actually strained their mind, their brain, their ability to concentrate, their ability to do, to live at a high level of achievement. And that's the thing is if you're living in a culture where you're constantly stressed and Christians will do this, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, but maybe we're not supposed to do all things. Mm -hmm. And when we begin to do all things, we lose all resources and we mm. find ourselves in a very weak situation. And I've seen this with mega church pastors who are going, you know, working 100 hours a week. Again, I'm not trying to justify their sin, but you put yourself in a dangerous place if you're working and using all your energy all the time in this manner that, you know, expects perfection or I got to get everything done right. Eventually, that's going to come out in a destructive way, whether it's, you know, a, dependency on alcohol, suddenly doing something that goes against your character. These are all issues to me of using up your willpower and, and anger the same kind of way there. If I'm spending all my time being riled up by some politician or by Facebook or whatever it is, it's going to come out in other areas because I only have a limited amount of willpower. Hmm. That's really interesting Excellent. that you have a, that we have a limited amount of willpower. Okay. So again, you got to pick your hill to die on. Right. So if you really need your willpower for something, save it, maybe it's the Thanksgiving meal coming up with your family. You know what I mean? You need to be able to be at your best. Then you yeah. can't be getting hacked off on social media the three days before. Right. I mean, people like yeah. high blood pressure and heart problems. They t they say people don't get angry because you're going to burn it. Right. Yeah. And our bounties are all different in that sense. Some people like I'm a super emotional person and you struck that emotional string and it just reverberates on and on and on. So I have to protect myself from people who just make me go crazy. Others can be in those crazy environments and be fine to it. So mm -hmm. each of us has to know that we need to value that in others as well. If they have to step away from the table, they're not trying to be antisocial. They're just trying to survive the week the best way they know. how. Right. Good. So That's stop good tailgating advice. me. All right. Exactly. <laughs> Please just stop right away. John, relax. We'd fail that. We'd fail that funny movie thing like 30 seconds in. Um, tell us about Posting Peace before you leave us, Doug. And are you on social media? Uh, yes, I still am. I don't know. Elon <laughs> Musk might be kicking me off eventually. But uh -oh. uh, it, social media, uh, Posting Peace, why social media divides us and what we can do about it. It's a way for you to look at your social media habits, for them to be more redemptive, to understand why things become so polarizing and divisive. 
and a way to facilitate a better dialogue online because Christians should be leading the charge when it comes to redemptive dialogue online. Amen and amen. Doug, it's great to see you. Good to see you, Doug. Thanks for being with us here. Good to see you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you, my friend. And to you. Coming up next to the Daily Feature, does this make sense? (laughs) Does what make sense? You've all helped build MyPillow and the incredible company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. It's John Hall. Right now, MyPillow is offering exclusive offers on their bed sheets, their six-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The Giza bed sheets are marked down as low as $29.99. And believe me when I say you'll get a great night's sleep in these. Their six-piece towel set is made with USA cotton, comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Typically retails at $89.98, now just $39.98 with promo code WORD. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bedsheets. You've already heard a lot about the exceptional retirement lifestyles available at St. Barnabas. Here's what you might not know. St. Barnabas is a Christian organization that dates back to 1900. That's when Episcopal monks started the tradition of taking care of those who had no ability to do it themselves. Sure, the campus may have changed a bit over the years, but the mindset is still the same. Think about it. Luxury retirement with like-minded people. Now that's an easy decision. Call St. Barnabas, 724-443-0700. The turkey comes and the turkey goes. It all happens pretty quickly. What remains is one important person and their appreciation for the simple fact you sent a Thanksgiving e-card from CrossCards.com. It's free for you, it's easy, and it leaves the recipient thankful. Express the spirit of thanks in a way that really matters to someone who really matters to you free Thanksgiving e-cards from CrossCards.com. You're not who you were 25 years ago. Your life's more complex. People change, families change, and the law changes. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman, and a proper estate plan should keep up with those changes. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer, someone who's really good at making complex concepts sound so simple, so you can protect what's yours and to ensure that your will is done. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. This is John MacArthur with Grace to You. The Thanksgiving season is a wonderful time to reflect on God's blessings and precious gifts. This season, as you reflect on His blessings that are temporal, reflect on the eternal blessing of salvation in Christ. Thanksgiving isn't something for just one season, by the way. It's a life attitude for a Christian. God-focused gratitude should be rising from our hearts at all times to heaven. From all of us at Grace to You, may God richly bless you this Thanksgiving and make you always thankful. We'll see a couple of flurries tonight, otherwise considerable cloud in this evening, then partly cloudy skies late tonight, the low 26. Tomorrow, breezy and cold with a little snow at times, accumulating a coating to an inch will reach a high tomorrow of 33. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy and cold with a low of 21. Mostly cloudy Saturday, breezy and quite cold with a high of 32. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. 
Does this make sense? Does what make sense? Bottled water. I'm holding in my hand the uh, purified water with minerals added for taste that I've just consumed Mm -hmm. in the last hour. And so I, there's a, a spigot or faucet just 20 steps away from me. Does bottled water make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Bottled water used to be a luxury. Now it's almost a necessity. Why is it a necessity? Well, I'm just saying from a cultural perspective, Mm -hmm. people think it's a necessity. Yeah, but for you, my question is, does it make make sense? Well, like if you're out and about. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to, you know, I'm going to pull in someplace and get some gas and I want something to drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want a bottle of water. Okay. Other than, you know, uh, otherwise I'm going to do a Coke or something sugary. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a fresh bottle of water. I'm happy to see it. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense to me. But of course, we ruin a good thing. Does it make sense to you? Bottled water is a scam. Come on. Doesn't make sense, John. That's, come, that, you don't it's believe a total that. scam. You do not believe I do. that. I do. You're I believe it's up. a total scam. Here's the thing. I bet that if you did an analysis of this water in, in this bottle versus what came out of the faucet 20 steps away, Maybe. It, I bet it's the same. I bet it's the same. And I be, and, and so you pay money for this water no, in wait. my hand. Now, I have a water bottle at home. Yeah. I just fill up. I bring most every day. I forgot it today. We went to dinner the but, other night. Yeah. What did you get? Oh, San Pellegrino. There you go. San Pellegrino. Okay, but that's a whole different Hoity thing. Hoity-toity water. Yeah, that's much better than this purified water. This is the same as what's coming out of the tap. Yeah, but the thing about the wa- bottled water is it's a convenience. Yeah, except that, but that doesn't make sense because I can walk 20 steps down the hall. It doesn't make sense, John. We're getting okay. ripped off. All right. We have healthy water. If you're in a foreign country Jeez. where they don't have healthy Rough. water, which we've been in, yeah. But otherwise, I shouldn't have had this, okay. John. I never want to see you with bottled water ever doesn't, again. Doesn't make sense. Or does this make sense? Yeah. Snow tires. Oh. Here it is. This yep. is the season, it's right? Time. Right? And if you want to be safe out there, snow tires are the way to go. Mm-hmm. I think, well, I'll tell you what I think. But, I mean, is it a luxury? Is it a necessity? What about all-weather tires? Is it a old-fashioned? Old-fashioned snow tires? I have all-weather tires. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like They're snow- not good at either. I was going to say, so snow is incorporated in that all-weather moniker. So next time you're sliding down the road sideways and you think, these are good all-weather tires. Remember that lesson you gave, John, about uh, not using that utensil, whatever it was, it did two things at once? Yeah, the, mm. uh, that's, the that's what all-season tires are. Is that right? Just telling you. So you don't think it makes sense? We uh, didn't even ask him and he says no, it doesn't not, make sense. I'm not going to give an opinion. Oh, oh that he on. doesn't think it makes sense. John, do you think it makes sense? Yes, snow tires make perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, he... Okay. 101.5 WORD. In the battle for America's Christian values, Charlie Kirk and TPUSA Faith have stood strong, helping equip, engage, and empower generations of Americans to defend their faith. We're in a fight to save our country. Now they need your support, covering the cost of resources. And thanks to a generous 75K match, your best gift will be double. Double. Help defend faith and freedom now with a tax-deductible donation. Give today and help Christians stand strong in their faith. Make your gift online at WordFM.com slash faith. 
We're in the final days of our campaign to support the persecuted church, and we are far, far from our goal. This is Bible League International. Pastor Roos's three sons were kidnapped and murdered by members of a terrorist cell that hates Christians in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Instead of retaliating, his church has shared the gospel, and 200 have come to Christ, including many that were part of that terrorist cell's They Need Bibles in Africa. And in the Middle East, 19-year-old Arya was beaten by her own father and then tortured and violated by local authorities because she gave her life to Christ after leaving radical Islam. Now, she didn't grow bitter. She grew bold and together with others in her church near Cairo, Egypt, have seen hundreds come to Christ and they need Bibles. And that's why Word FM and Bible League are teamed up right now to bless 5,000 Bibleist persecuted believers at only $5 a Bible. $100 sends 20. Pray about it and then call 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD or give at wordfm.com and God bless you for caring. Giving a Bible to somebody is the greatest gift you can give somebody in life. I think we can all agree that every moment at Eden shaped us and impacted who we are right now. The faith modeled by teachers at Eden Christian Academy has a profound impact on students' lives. We carry with us more than the academics, but a strong, Christ-centered foundation. I would just like to thank my teachers, my mentors, my family members, and my friends who have done the best they could to help me in this next phase of my life. Eden Christian Academy, enrolling pre-K through 12th grade at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. As believers, we're to be grateful always in all circumstances. Sometimes, though, we focus too much on what we lack. Well, the book, The Grumbler's Guide to Giving Thanks, is written to help us adjust our perspective. It's full of practical tips for establishing a routine of gratitude. You'll learn how to appreciate God's goodness, even through disappointment. Request your copy at truthforlife.org slash donate. so hard to eat well yeah yeah i really do but i fall down on the job daily the course. weakest weakest part of your day to eat poorly uh thank you for asking after 10 mm-hmm. 30 p.m after 10 30 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i'm storming the gates at that point oh man i there's like nothing's off limits last night you know what i found i couldn't believe this it was like i won i won the irish sweepstakes <laughs> a full bag of peanut m&ms <gasps> Unopened. You mean a little like a like the big bag? The big bag. I was like, "What? Where's this manna from heaven fallen from?" Yep, that big yellow bag. <gasps> there was stuck back in the corner of the cupboard. Were you so happy? Oh, my, and then I was like, you know, popping those into my mouth. Like, what's you know, a better? What's a better pairing? Mm. Some snack you love with watching a show you love. Exactly. That's. I mean, I was like happy as happy could be. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I made this uh, new banana bread recipe, and I'll just tell you right now, I'm hitting it hard. I just... <laughs> now, if we could combine the two, banana bread with peanut M&M's, then we'd be... I'd be like in a coma. Right. <laughs> so I want to bring us back to reality, okay, to the foundations, <laughs> okay, of oh, where... Of where of the, we, party pooper? 
of the kind of people we want to be. <laughs> Aspirational eaters. Exactly. Uh, yeah, okay. In the New York Times yesterday, there was an article called, Is This Vegetable Healthy or Raw or Cooked? And so oh. right off the bat, I think, well, I, I would imagine that every vegetable is healthier raw. Yeah, you would think that that's true. That You're is me absolutely not, not the case. Things can Absol- get healthier by yes, cooking them. Yes, exactly. So I have 10 really? vegetables that I'm going to ask you about, John, <laughs> and you are going to say oh, no. raw or cooked. Okay, all right, fine. Okay, all right. and I would like to begin mm-hmm. with spinach. Spinach, healthy. Healthier, raw, or cooked? How about some cream spinach? Is that, are you saying cooked? Oh, is yeah. that healthier? Do you think that's healthier? No, of course it's of course not. not. Do you not? Do you love cream spinach? Yes. Who doesn't? Oh, that's the most man. delicious thing you could do with that spinach. That is so good. You used to go to, over here to Boston Market. Market, exactly. <laughs> and just ask for a straw. Oh, boy. Excuse me, do you have a long straw? Seriously, if I could inject that into my head. Um, uh, probably, I would say, spinach is, I mean, it's Popeye. Um, it's got to be healthy or raw. Okay. It is packed with vitamin C and magnesium, but evidence suggests that most forms of cooking will make it healthier. What? Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. There are some trade-offs. Cooking can increase the antioxidant capacity in spinach. You do lose a little bit of some B and C vitamins, mm-hmm. but healthier All cooked. Right. Do you like uh, spinach out of a can? Oh, yeah. We grew up with that. Oh, of course. That's delicious. I mean, I, I, the first time I had like, like a spinach salad, I was like... This isn't spinach. (laughs) (laughs) My mom would just open up the can, plop it into a saucepan. And there's enough, and little did you know it was enough sodium for like a week. It's fine. It's really good. Mushrooms. Mushrooms, raw or cooked? I like a mushroom on a salad, don't you? Not really. Don't you? Not you don't like lot. mushrooms. They're okay. You don't like mushrooms. I do. They're fine, but I don't like them in particular. Like how about mushrooms in, in butter? You know, like a, like a side with a steak. Mm, that's good. That's super delicious. Uh, I'll see. Mushrooms are healthier cooked. Okay. Evidence suggests that grilling or microwaving mushrooms can enhance their antioxidant activity, Mm. but don't boil them or deep fry them because you take away all the good stuff. Deep fried mushrooms. They're also easier to digest when they're cooked, in case you're wondering about that. Okay, so when we go to Mad Max, you can get like a portobello burrito. Uh, That's a total waste. No, it's excellent. It's like eating a steak. I don't like it. Seriously, a big portobello. It is nothing. Oh, it is. Yeah. Listen, that is a total. That's not true. Old wives' tale. Nope. There is nothing about I'm a portobello t- that takes anything like it a does. steak. It does. I'm telling you, it does. Mm. Have you ever tried it? Yes. No. Come Listen, on. Tasted, Seriously. Tasted like a big mushroom. Mm, so delicious. Garlic. Garlic cooked or garlic raw? I had cooked garlic last night. Um, we made meatballs last night. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm saying cooked. Nope. Not even close. (laughs) Not even close. Not even close. No, when raw garlic is sliced or chopped or whatever, uh, all the healthy compounds come out. They're activated and all of it gets deactivated when you cook it. Don't people do like garlic pills, right? Exactly. Right. And if you you know somebody who takes those, you can tell. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's rough. It oozes out of your pores. Oh, yeah. What do you use raw garlic? It it actually gets absorbed in your lungs and you breathe it out. Really? It's not in your stomach. In your lungs. It's in your lungs, yeah. What would you use raw garlic in? I mean, not on a salad. Nothing. In a salad dressing. That's it. Mm -hmm. Carrots. Cooked carrots or raw carrots? Come on, your eyesight. Um, Raw carrots are healthier. Okay. More vitamins. Cooked carrots supply more carotenoids and antioxidants that give vegetables their vibrant colors than they do when they are raw. Really? Mm -hmm. Not doing too well here. That's right. Um, Boiling preserves those 
carotenoids better. Deep frying has the opposite effect. Deep frying is just bad. I think we can just well, all come assume on. Who's that. deep frying carrots? Uh-huh. Unless you're going to the state fair. Onion. An onion raw and onion cooked. I would say a, an onion cooked is um, more vitamins. Is more vitamins. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. You are doing I'm very, really, poorly very poorly here. In, in this quiz. Um, onions supply more beneficial compounds when raw. Mm. Like garlic. Mm-hmm. I should have exactly. known better, right? Beets. I despise beets. My wife loves beets. I love them. Do you? Yes, but they're bad if you have kidney stones. So. Oh, it tastes like dirt to me. Okay. Um, Let's just skip over them then. Who cares? Green beans. Oh, I love a green bean. A steamed green beans. Yeah, green, green beans are healthier cooked. Are they? Yeah. That is correct. Yeah, good. They contain a protein called lectin, which disrupts the breakdown and absorption of nutrients. Also known, uh, they uh, they deserve blah, blah, blah. cooking, especially under high heat or with water-based methods like stewing or boiling, uh, gives green beans more nutritional value and inactivates those lectins. They also taste better and easier to digest. That's what Dr. Ho says. I think they taste pretty good raw also. Green beans. Yeah, yes. but in a salad. Yeah, but they're better for you cooked. Mm. Celery. Celery cooked, celery raw. Mm. I like raw celery. Me too. With blue cheese dressing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And wings. <laughs> yeah. Celery raw is better for you. Wrong. Oh. Wrong. Sorry. They're better cooked. Uh, it increases levels of vitamin K. Mm. And that includes the same for broccoli, potatoes, uh, and carrots. What okay. The heck? Kale. You eat a lot of kale. I do. I love kale. Kale raw is healthier. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is correct. Yes. Very nice. Kale is loaded with compounds called glucosinolates. Mm -hmm. When you chop or chew it, the enzyme is released, and it triggers anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, Mm -hmm. and anti-cancer pathways in your body. Very nice. John Hall. Kale's sort of trendy, right? I mean, growing up, did you ever have kale? Never. No. So it's like a recent thing that's in our American diet. Yeah, kale. I mean, I I never saw kale. it when I was growing. Right. Maybe it was there, and my parents just didn't eat no, it. No, no, they probably. But it. heating from cooking destroys those enzymes. Of course it does. And so that's sad for you. Mm-hmm. So, all right, I didn't do too well there. No, you didn't do very good. well at all. Do you want to go back and just what, what's your guess about beets? <laughs> raw or cooked? Raw, raw or bet raw or healthier? Okay, raw. You are correct. Thank you. Yes, they do have several health mm-hmm. benefits, including lowering blood pressure, which of course you're not going to have any benefit <laughs> of since you hate that guy. vegetable. That guy was tailgating me there. I was, you know, just going along in the, in the, in the safe lane, the and, right hand and lane. You were still angry. Holy smokes! Yeah, Why okay. do people drive in the left lane on two seventy nine North? It, it, wherever, and, and they drive in the left lane, and, they and go they're the speed going forty five. Right, exactly. I do I, not understand I that. No, I don't. Do you get mad? <laughs> I do get a little annoyed. bit. Of course, I do get Wait, annoyed. You get an, oh, it's so the difference stupid. between annoyed and mad. Yeah, I'm not mad about it, but it's so you just annoying. Get annoyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I turn up my podcast and try to make it go away. Go by quickly. Exactly. All right. Uh, of course, everyone's seen um, the, the videos of the brazen um, theft in retail stores, right? Have you seen this? I mean, people going in and they've got a bag and then they just, you know, load it up and then they walk out. I and mean, the first time I saw that, I was like, someone call the cops. But apparently this is a thing. People say, oh, it's okay. Insurance, this is, I, insurance will cover it. They've got insurance. Well, today, Target, um, the largest big retailer, is blaming shoplifting for putting a big hit on its profits. Company said its gross margin rate dropped from 28% in last year's third quarter to 24%. Wow. Shopping, of course, is referred to as shrink in the industry. The company blamed uh, shoplifting on reduced profits. What the hell? Wow, heck? that's a lot of shoplifting to go uh, down 4%. They're saying um, Target... 
last year they guesstimating they lost six hundred million dollars <gasps> in shoplifting. Six hundred million dollars. I could never shoplift. Oh, Do you know why? Making nervous as all I get would lo- I would have a panic jittery. attack. Yeah. There's no way I could ever pull that off. Yeah. I'd be I'd look so guilty walking out the door <laughs> that they'd be like, I don't know what it is in your bag, but you have to have right, something because you no. look so guilty. Right. Yeah. I could I, never do that. I paid for this gum, sir, please. Wow. No, well, apparently okay, now. Okay, so when people say insurance is going to pay for it, nobody ever like goes down like the math equation no. and realizes that somebody's we're all paying with higher prices so yeah. that they can buy insurance. Six hundred million dollars in losses. I mean, nobody thinks about Target that. wants to make that up somewhere, right? So everything raises by a nickel or whatever. The heck. Good grief. All right, we need to step away. But when we return, mm-hmm. swipe and buy. Social media is a destination for holiday shopping. We'll talk about whether that works for you or not. Plus the Hinesfield Pigeon update from the Pittsburgh mm. Aviary. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cause was stopped. The threats were stopped. It was easy like... uh. One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. You were created for a purpose. Geneva College can help you find it, follow it, and fulfill it. As you boldly answer God's call to live faithfully and intentionally in service to others. Together with Geneva, you'll embark on a journey of discovery with professors and peers who are integrating faith and learning, thinking constructively and creatively. As you learn to understand your world, develop expertise in your field of study, and find meaning and purpose in your life's work. Ranked one of the best value schools in regional universities north by U.S. News and World Report, Geneva offers over 195 undergraduate majors and programs to help you discover the compelling significance of God's calling. Geneva College, you were made for this. Explore what interests you at geneva.edu slash academics. Bachman's Roofing and Solar is your local award-winning roofer. Stop waiting. It's time to inspect your roof and protect your home's number one asset. With no interest and no payment financing for 12 months, Bachman's Roofing is your easy choice for roofing, gutters, and solar. Did you know Bachman's Roofing is one of the number one GAF solar integrated roofing installers in the USA? Go with Bachman's. Go with solar and install the roof that pays for itself. Call 412-744-8390 or visit Bachman's Roofing. Shop the Black Friday sale for the gift of better sleep. You'll get a king bed for a queen price and save up to $700 on select mattresses from top brands. Plus, they'll add a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. Shop in stores or at mattressfirm.com. 
We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. I can say without a shadow of a doubt that every single thing I've ever purchased on social media has been a mistake. Oh, there's a good lesson for you. I've purchased hair things. I've purchased jewelry. I've purchased a purse. Like from Facebook, Uh Instagram. Yes. Every, I've purchased stuff for my car. Really? Every single thing has been a mistake. Uh When it came, it didn't look anything like. No what it looked like on Instagram mm-hmm. and it was difficult or impossible to return. Right. And I ended up getting Just, stuck with it. Right, right, yeah. The purse I used for an entire year and a half because I spent twenty nine ninety nine on it and I was determined to, and it was stupid every <laughs> single day. <laughs> I bought one thing on social media. Really? And it, it was, it didn't, it didn't work as it instructed. Okay. So, so I'll never do it again. No. Okay. Well then, we're in the minority. How about that? Wait, on your little social feed. Here's what I see all the time now: somebody throwing a ball out into the ocean and then coming back again. Is that? Do you get? No, that? I don't get that. Oh, one. I, and I look at that. I go, "That's a cool toy." And then people comment on it. I mean, it's like every time I go on the or Twitter, I, I, I'm gonna see it five times. Isn't that interesting? So that they know that that's what you would be interested in. I go, "That looks really cool." And then people kind of right. go, "This is nothing like it's advertised. It's cheap. It's broken, and it doesn't work." And right. I go, "Okay, I'm not gonna do that." And I keep getting every ad for a different container I can freeze soup in. <laughs> I never, <laughs> I never get that. I get like ten of them. <laughs> really, I get like, like you a... should freeze your soup in this container. And I'm like maybe I should <laughs> freeze your soup. The, Wash- the Washington Post says that sixty uh, percent of Gen Zs, which are people born from nineteen ninety seven to twenty twelve, mm-hmm. and fifty six percent of millennials, which is nineteen eighty one to ninety six, will do at least some holiday shopping on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and similar <laughs> apps. Oh no, I'm gonna get that ball. Okay, now here's what's interesting: is that last year, last year. It was 49 and 46%. Pandemic shopping. This year, it's 56, Whoa. 60 and 56. So that's a huge Holy jump in smokes. a year. Holy smokes, it sure is. It's a huge jump. So if you are, uh, you were born anywhere from 1981 to 2012, it looks like you're going to be doing a lot of your shopping. Well, we've got kids media. in that age range, so we're going to get gifts from that. <laughs> well, well, I hope they do a better job picking than I have mm-hmm. because you have, I mean, it's mm-hmm. just absolutely wretched. That's, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, right. it is. It's a shame. Okay. Hey, I've been um, uh, feeding the birds. Uh, always happy to see the birds out in the, the backyard there. And uh, so I'm watching the Steeler game the last couple of weeks. Oh, it's pigeons everywhere. Lo and behold, there's pigeons at Heinz Field. And I'm thinking, what's going on? So the National Aviary has talked about this. So, I mean, last week during the game, the, they're running a play less than 10 yards away from where there is, what, what, what are pigeons it's- called like that? What are they called? Yeah, like not. It's not like a flock of seagulls. Oh no, it's, it's like, like yeah. a garbage of penguins or something right, like I, that. A stink of penguins. Yeah, I don't know what that's called. I mean, literally, the Steelers were less than ten yards away. The Steelers. I mean, the, the penguins. They're penguins. The the pigeons. There must have been maybe twenty, twenty five, completely unperturbed by the proceedings that were going on. So the National Aviary says that this week, because the Steelers are at home once again, the Pigeons will probably skip Sunday's game. They're going to play its 435 as kickoff. Okay. So they're saying the Pigeons have probably have already eaten. And, of course, by that time, they're ready to bed down. 
So, oh, no so they're pigeons. not going to be eating. No, which is bad news for the Steelers because they're 2-0 and when the Penguins, or the Pigeons <laughs> are on the field and 0-2 and when the Pigeons are off the field. A group of pigeons is called a flock. A flock? Yes, and if oh. they're in flight, they are called a flight of pigeons. Okay, fine. Very good. So we'll miss them. We will. That, we, that can't mean anything good for well, us. Well, it's the Bengals, right? We need as much help as we can get, people. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. On Tuesday of this week, House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy secured the support of an overwhelming majority in his Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.